Welcome back. It's me, solo, by myself, me, myself, and I. And um, I'm just going to ramble for a while, like I always do. So I was looking at um, the internet, like I always do, and I saw that they were remaking She's All That. Now, this was a really good movie back in like 99 or something like that, and I did see that they're... Um, Bringing back two of the uh, stars, and yes, I don't know who they are, but it's um, I'm sorry, both both stars are going to have cameos or something like that in the in the movie, and it's going to be cool. Um, I don't know how I feel about all these movie remakes all the time because it's just like, you know, something shouldn't be remade, just like the Goonies should never be remade because it'll never be. It'll never live up to what it was. And, um, you know, like, I mean, who are they going to have play the Asian kid? I mean, the smart kid. You know, they had it as the Asian guy because in the 80s, you could do that kind of stuff and get away with it. And it wouldn't be considered racist or anything like that. But let's get real. Asian people are very smart, especially people from, like, Japan and China and all those other Asian countries. Um, Malaysia, they're pretty smart there too. But, you know, it's just some things that you we enjoyed watching as uh, kids that was, uh, was acceptable in that time. And I don't see anything wrong with the stereotypes that were played in those 90s and shit. Maybe even the two, early 2000s. And then it started changing. Like, the Revenge of the Nerd movies, they wouldn't be what they are if that stuff wasn't funny to us then. You know, now obviously it's not because it's kind of fucked up. And, you know, Revenge of the Nerds has a whole bunch of, um, a whole bunch of, uh, rape in it. You know, rape and all that kind of stuff. But, like, because, you know, pretty much he raped that girl in the moon dance, in the moon bounce, I mean. Um, I forget what his name is, but I remember he tricked her into thinking that she he, he was Stan, and they met in the moon dance, and, and then she found out he was the nerd, but she loved that big nerd dick, I guess. And that's um, what happened with that movie. But, yeah, I think that all those movies have a time and place and, you know, I'll never stop watching them because quote unquote, they're not correct, but they were correct for the time period. And that's, that's that. But it's been a crazy three weeks for March already. And can you believe it? Next week will be the end of March and the fourth month of this year. I hope everyone has, um, started, uh, seeing their goals that they wanted for 2021 to come true. And um, 
Because I think mine are. I mean, I started working out pretty religiously again, eating right. My diet's been on point 99%. Um, the other day, uh, our friend Kelly made us uh, Mediterranean food. She made everything was vegetarian, which was awesome, because you guys know that um, I don't eat meat. And she had um, hummus and something else. I forget the I forget the other like dip, but like it, it was so good. And then she made like fresh. She made everything was homemade, uh, falafels and uh, naan. I guess maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was something I'll call it something different. But it was amazing. That was the only day in the past twenty five days, or that was the only meal I should say, not day. That was the only meal that I've been <clears throat> that I've been off my diet, and yeah, it was well worth it. I'm doing uh, Kyoto, which is keto for or keto for the lame people layman's terms um but you know it's uh it's actually not really bad it's i find it really easy to do because i love cheese and bread and aldi sells keto bread which has no carbs it's um you know, zero net carbs because it's 14 grams of carbs per slice and then it's 14 grams of fiber per slice and we all know how to do keto math, and if we don't, it's carbs minus fiber gives you your net carb. Traditionally, you want to stay around 20, maybe 25 at the most um, carbs per day. But I've been trying to maintain around like 18, 19. You know, my protein powder that I take twice a day um, gives me four carbs right at the bat because I use isolate. Iso isolate whey protein it i don't know it's fancy protein i guess because it's it doesn't have all the carbs like regular gold standard whey does or something like that but it's really good and you know it's expensive so i wish i'm gonna try to find an alternative because i'm going through two scoops a day so it's 75 servings or 71 servings so it'd be you know a little bit over a month and i'll have to get another spend another hundred dollars on it but um I started lifting weights pretty uh, good too. Um, I do, you know, different days I have different body parts. And then I do 20 minutes of cardio on the elliptical. And it, 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 uh, I can definitely see a difference and um, feel a difference. I can free myself getting stronger. I know it's only been fucking what, 20 some 25 days, but. I wasn't able to do a push-up before, and now I can do like three or four push-ups, like you know, like like a man push-up, not on my knees. I can do those, but you know, those those aren't what you want to do. Um, if you're able to do um, the regular push-ups, do regular push-ups. You can, then you have to do uh, push-ups from your knees, which will still build your upper body, and you know. I go to the gym around three fifty, four o'clock every morning, um, which is um, which is great. But you know, around like four o'clock in the afternoon, I'm fucking done. I'm so tired, and I come home. I watch a little TV, and then I make my meal. For you know, I eat one meal a day. I'm still doing that, and you know, I don't know what my calorie count is because I really don't keep track of the calories on this meal. But everything is keto, so you know I have low carb tortillas. I saw that I make started making. Um, I've had quesadilla 
two quesadillas for dinner. These are like not uh, seven inch rounds. I've had two quesadillas for dinner with a dash of sour cream and a dash of salsa f- for the past 15 days straight. Now, I know that sounds really boring, but it's easy. It takes like three minutes to make it, and I love it. Everyone knows I love cheese quesadilla. And, you know, inside I got um, just cheese. Um, I try to stay, you know, at the recommended serving size that is on the fucking label, which is a quarter cup, which is going to be 170 170 grams of um, I'm gonna calories, and then you know the grams of fat is like like eight or seven or something like that. But um, that's cheddar. I need to get mozzarella. I just haven't gone to the store or anything like that. But that's what's been going on the past three weeks. It's been really boring. Um, I haven't drank, so I'm still keeping that going. I think there's one more week for the fake lint thing I'm doing. Um, but I'm extending it till, um, my trip when I'm going to, uh, I'm not going to say where I'm going because I don't know if my friend listens to the podcast or not, but I'm pretty sure he does. And it's a big surprise. It's, um, coming soon. It's going to be your sooner than we know it because, you know, I don't know what's going on, but the past like three, four years, man, they just seem like they just go by so fast now. Like, I remember growing up and time, you know, time wasn't an issue because you could, you know, you're a kid and you could do whatever you wanted. But like now it just seems like it's always just going so fast, you know, waking up at 3.30, taking a shower, or sorry, putting work clothes, uh, workout clothes on, jumping in the car, going to the gym, busting out, you know, hour and a half, sometimes hour and 30 minutes or sometimes hour and 45 minutes with a workout I'm, not, I'm never going to be one of those people that are going to spend three hours on a body part because, you know, it's leg day or something like that. Now, you know, that if you could do that, that's fine. That's awesome. But I'm going to go in there. I'm going to do uh, what I'm doing. I'm doing, the I think it's called pyramids, where you go lightweight, then a little bit heavier, then a little bit heavier, and then heaviest. So I've increased, I've added a set to the three um sets so i do four sets and you know it's definitely i can definitely see that it definitely works because um you know i I think like a month ago or 20 yeah 25 days ago i could have even probably lift the the single plates 45 45 pound plates on each side of the bar and on chest day and i think i did it like four times the other day you know for me that's a big thing because i can't you know I i don't have any like really big muscles or anything like that Clearly, I don't know that because y'all see me, but um, it just uh, you know, just doing that and it really does um, it really does help, you know. And I don't know, I don't mind going to the gym to get knocked out of my shit, but if I had a choice not to go to the gym and still be able to maintain and still be able to grow or whatever they say, uh, I would definitely not go to the gym. I'm not a gym person. I'm never going to be a gym person. Um, it's just something that I don't want to do. But, you know, when I get invested in it, I'm 100% in it or I don't do it, which is bad because when I crash, it it usually happens, you know. Um, I don't know if it's going to happen this time, though, because, you know, my cardio, I cut my cardio in half because I used to do 45 minutes a day of cardio for six days a week. 
and then gets the, my my steps in and all that stuff. But now I'm just doing 20 minutes, so it's it, it's it's still really intensive when I'm on the on the elliptical for 20 minutes because I feel like I've worked out for like 40 minutes sometimes because I'm just drenched. But I don't know. Maybe that's also because I sweat a lot. But um, my buddy Rick is gonna put together a hit program at his gym that he's a member at. Um, I think it's, yeah, it's NBS over there in Cordova. And um, he texted us about last yesterday. Um, and, you know, with me, so me, Rick, uh, James, Nick, and our friend John, y'all probably know him as uh, Twitch um, from 93X back in the day. We're all in this fitness contest together that MBS put together along with um, Amplified Meal Plans and Vitamin Shop. You know, we've talked about it in podcasts before. And he texted us last night that his trainer wants to do a hit class or a hit program. It's not, you know, I don't know. How, there's not like a cardio room or anything like that in this big gym because this is like this is like like big dudes lifting heavy fucking weight. Like I think like you know like they have dumbbells that go all the way to like 200 pounds i think i remember seeing there when i went in and did my way in and shit but you know that's all for them i'm never you know I, no thank you um but yeah i'm looking excited for this hit class that he's going to do or hit station workout or whatever it's going to be because it's going to be something different you know and um i think it's going to be good workout and change it up but you know if you guys don't like going to the gym or whatever, that's fine. Just all you have to do is walk. And um, I actually got 22,000 steps yesterday and some change uh, because I told myself I wanted 120,000 steps for the week because last week I did 104,000 and I challenged myself to 120,000 this week. So today yeah, I'm going to have another, I'm going to have to have another monster day. Um, I'm going to have to get, with today is Saturday, by the way. I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm at um, 103,000, so I'm gonna have to get 17,000 plus today to get you know get to the 120,000 plus 20,000 plus steps that I want to I want to achieve. And then next week, you know, I'm just gonna go back to like you know normal 100,000 plus, you know, and then maybe in, maybe in the two weeks more, I'll challenge myself to 140,000. Now, when I was walking all the time back in back in uh, uh, August, you know, I was doing twenty thousand a day for you know I was trying to get I, I did get ten miles a day, and sometimes it'd be twenty thousand steps plus, or sometimes it'd be twenty one thousand. It is just weird, just that it was never you know just right, or it, there's not an exact number to hit the ten miles, but it always ended up being more. And I'm I don't think I can ever do that again because when I was walking yesterday to get some extra steps after I got home from work. I walked um, probably, I think, like a mo- two miles, and I was like, man, fuck this. this." And I just, you know, did a loop around my neighborhood. But, um, yeah, that's it. You know, workout's going good. Um, I did see that my friend Haley uh, hit me up, that she is going to start working out again, which is awesome. She just wants to, you know, she just wants to look good, you know, and and there's nothing wrong with that. Of course, you know, that's what everybody wants. And she, um, you know, she, she, um, is really she's really pumped up this time. She said, which is awesome. And I thought it was really supportive of her husband Wes saying that he doesn't care if she was two hundred pounds 
or I'm sorry, you got 200 pounds plus or, you know, whatever her desired weight was. I think he said, she said, whatever it was, I can't remember. But, you know, he loves her for her and not the tons of fun that she could have been. But, you know, she, um, and I love her. She's great. And I'm really pumped to see her progress on this. And she started um, yesterday, which was Friday the 19th. Yeah. So yeah, she's you know doing. Um, she's gonna she's gonna choose a diet. She's gonna you know she's gonna work out in the morning before everyone else gets up in her house because she has two kids and uh, you know she has to take care of her husband too. I'm sure because you know she's that's what she does. She takes care of people, but um, she's gonna work out before they all get up, which I highly recommend a lot of people to do because it's just easier. Because like you know some days. I get stuck at work till, you know, sometimes after five or, you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to be out there, you know, I don't want to go to the gym then. We just have to be at the gym till seven and then come home, eat, shower, chill, and then have to do the, you know, the, the get ready for the next day routine and then be up at three thirty for the next day for the gym, you know, so it, I just, I really like knock it out in the morning time. It just seems like it's easier to do it in the morning time. But so we had the Grammys, you know, that's my spill on, you know, working out and shit, do it or don't bitch about feeling like shit if you're not going to do anything about it. That's that's really my one piece. You know, Tony always says, you know, it, <clears throat> it's fine if you don't want to do something. It's fine. You know, if you if you if you if you're happy where you're at, that's fine. But don't complain that you don't have something because you're not even trying to get it. He, he says something like that. I can't remember exactly what he says, like, but it's something like that. And um, that's all I got on the working out stuff. And if you everybody wants to ever walk or anything, uh, text me or hit me up on um, Rara's Pies. You can send me a message on Instagram. It's R-A-H-R-A-H-P-I-E-S. Um, that's my um, baking um, Instagram handle now. That's why I started a baking company because I got challenged to turn $10 into $1,000 by July 1st. And, you know, I came right out of the gate. I texted some friends that I knew that would support. Uh, Tony was going to Kroger, so I rode with him because I didn't have my car. And, you know, I bought... I bought some stuff to make some cakes because I was like, man, I, well, you know, stupid. I already got all these orders. So I don't have to, I don't have to only just spend $10. You know, I can spend the 80, $70 to buy everything I need because I already got the orders. So, you know, I'm up to about, I can't remember exactly how much it was. Um, but I've sold about altogether like 20 cakes and pies. I'm making a uh, chest pie, sweet potato pie. Chess pie is like um, egg custard for people that don't know what chess pie is. But um, then I'm also making strawberry cake, chocolate cake, lemon cake. And um, my favorite, my favorite, favorite, favorite is my caramel cake. Um, my caramel that I make personally is just, it's out of this world. It's the best. And making all these cakes and pies the past couple of weeks has been really tough uh, mentally because I'm not having to be able to lick the spatula 
or, you know, put your finger in the bowl uh, before you put it for wash, you know, to get a little, you know, the good shit, you know what I'm saying? But like, it, it, it did suck. Um, I guess it wasn't mentally tough. It was just, it more sucked not being able to do it because, um, I, uh, I, I wanted to, you know, lick the, lick all that shit because it was so good and it's so good looking. And I was like, Oh my God. But I didn't because it would have thrown me way out of my Kyoto's. I'm sorry, not Kyoto's, but uh, what? How do you say it? Kyoto or Kyo? Kyoto's. Yeah, I think that's right. It would have thrown me way out of that, you know, because you have to be under a certain pound for grams per day to be in Kyoto's. So, um, I am glad I didn't. But yeah, hit me up um, if you guys want a cake or pie. Uh, Pies are $10, and uh, cakes are $25, and pie the pies are 10-inch, um, regular round, and the cake is, you know, I'm not even sure how big the cake is, but it's really big for what how much money you're spending, I promise. I wouldn't see you wrong. Hit me up at Rara's Pies, R-A-H-R-A-H-P-I-E-S. That's on Instagram. Um, you may see some uh, pictures of pizza. I'm f- almost done archiving all those photos um, to, to start my new page. Just send me a message, though. Or a lot of you'll have my phone number. You know, um, some of my past clients have been uh, Hanin, Kelly Swika, um, Brad. Brad. Brad's probably the most loyal when it comes to stuff that I'm doing because he always, you know, he's down to try stuff. And, um, even though, you know, you, everyone thinks that we hate each other, which we, I don't think we really do. Maybe he does hate me, but I really don't hate him. But, um, yeah, hit me up. So the Grammys were last week, and I just don't see what the big uproar is over Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, I think. Yeah, I think that's right. Was... um. Oh, no, 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 it was Meg the Stallion, sorry. Um, was out there, you know, doing their WAP song, which stands for Wet Ass Pussy. So, you know, there's everyone saying that this should be a disclaimer, that they shouldn't have done that because you're on, on network TV, blah, 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 blah. They fucking performed at 10 o'clock on a Sunday night. Now, if your kid is not in bed, like your child, like, you know, that's going to like third or fourth grade the next day isn't in bed by then, then you're failing as a parent. Not not Cardi B and Meg the Stallion, which are both fine, by the way. Hit me up, girls. Um, but I'm just saying, like, when I was that age, or these people, these parents that are complaining about the kids saw it in this, when I was in fourth or fifth grade, I think my bedtime was like seven o'clock. Or eight o'clock or something like that, right? I just that's what I just don't understand is, is why are these kids up? If these parents are such great parents, and you know, oh yes, my kid, and blah blah blah, why is your kid up so late on a school night? Because technically, it is a school night because of the next day is school. Now I get it; a lot of kids now probably don't have bedtimes, but my niece and nephew, when they were when they were younger, they had to go to bed at a certain time. It's just so the body can grow. 
I don't know. That's just what I think about that. You know, that's not my thing. And, you know, they did say that, you know, Cardi B did come out and say, that's exactly what she said. She says, why is your kid up at 10 o'clock at night on a Sunday when he has school, he or she has school the next day? Which I'm really surprised she didn't catch any slack over the he, she wording because, you know, then it would have been, well, what about transgender kids and this and that and blah, 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 blah. you know, but that's another whole thing. But I do will say this. Um, you know, there's a big thing about trans, um, trans athletes, uh, like, you know, I don't know how to say this. I guess it's men that are transitioning into women, but still have like all the strength and all the, um, testosterone and stuff like that as a man competing in women's sports in like high school and, 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 and I don't know if, I don't know if they started doing it lower levels yet, but definitely in high school and they're like breaking all the records that women's have held. I don't know how I feel about that because if it's a boy that's becoming a girl, that's fine, I guess. Right. Yeah. Whoever, whatever, who cares? But they're saying that if you're born a male, you have to play male sports. If you're born a female, you have to play female sports. But what if you're a female and you just dominate in whatever sport you're playing and then do they send you to play against the boys because you're so good? Now, is that is that fair to that girl? Because I remember in high sometimes in high school, uh, I, just, I don't remember this personally, but I know in high school, there'll be, um, there'll be, uh, people playing girls wrestlers on you know on the wrestling team because there wasn't enough girls to have a women's wrestling team or this was unheard of back then when we were in high school. But you know, and those girls were good. They were they were you know they were they were pinning guys and you know they're winning matches, which is you know it's just fine and stuff. But I just don't know what how they're going to separate. I did see that Mississippi bandit, Miss um, what's his name, Governor Tate Reeves. I did see that he signed whatever came to his desk about male play male sports, females play female sports, some kind of bill, and he signed it. And now if you're a transgender child, you can't can't compete in the up, you know, in like a male can't go to play basketball on the women's team and dunk on 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 these girls and you know drive the line or whatever it's called when they, you know, dribble and they go in for a layup or whatever it's called. I don't know, you know, sports, you know, I just like football and MMA, but I couldn't even tell you like who holds what belt in MMA right now. Um, I did see that the guy, um, uh, what's his name? He's like the black dude from like Kenya or something like that. He lost to like, he went up a weight class to, you know, to get that belt. But the guy in that weight class beat him because, you know, I think it was like a 20-pound jump on the next weight class or something like that. And um, he beat him. But, you know, he still retains his original belt, and so does that guy. But the other guy doesn't gain his belt because they didn't fight at that weight, which kind of sucks for that guy, right, that didn't get the belt for beating the champion at that weight class. So I don't know. What did you guys do with your $1,400 because I know what I'm doing with mine. Well, I'm going to tell you what I would have done. I would have bought a TV, a big-ass TV, 
and a PlayStation 5. But since a PlayStation 5 isn't available, I'm not going to buy a big-ass TV. Because, A, I don't even watch TV really anymore. It's rare when I actually watch. I mean, I, I'm a big I'm a big superhero person, you know, and I still even haven't even watched WandaVision or, um, you know, I still haven't even watched Coming to America 2, which I love these movies. You know, I love these kinds of things, and I just, for some reason, I just haven't watched them. I don't know if it's because I'm so tired after work, which I never, I mean, I never really watch TV anyways during the week, but like on the weekends, like last weekend, I was on the go the whole entire weekend, which was great. You know, um, there were, you know, I was doing different things, running pies for deliveries. Um, oh yeah. By the way, I deliver if you live within like a reasonable distance. Um, but yeah, that's what I would have done. But instead, you know, Fortunately, I've been able to keep my job the whole entire pandemic. So I've been able, you know, I've been able to pay my bills like normally on time and stuff like that. And that hasn't been an, um, thank goodness it hasn't been an issue or anything. So I'm just going to put mine in savings. But, you know, I did make some, I did make a post saying, you know, you don't have to, you do know you don't have to spend your 1400 right? And, you know, I got a little back. Um, backlash on that people are like well don't tell us how to spend our money because you always tell other people not to tell us how to spend our money i was like i'm not telling you how to spend your money i'm just saying you don't have to spend it and i guess that is telling you how to sp- not spend your money to spend your money i guess i don't know but anyways get over it if you if you're able to afford whatever you want to buy and you're good then you can blow that 1400 right because a lot of people at jobs, $1,400, $1,400 is almost a month's salary. And I know people are like, well, who only makes $1,400? Or, you know, if you're making, two, if you're bringing home at, at say, uh, if you're bringing home at McDonald's is $200 a week because you know, you're making $11 an hour, so they cut your hours so you can't hit reach 40 hours so they don't have to pay your insurance or whatever it is, unless you're a manager or something like that. And you're only bringing $200, that's $1,000. That's $800 a month, you know, uh, part-time. Let's say full-time is $1,600. Bucks. You, 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 I think you see what my point is, you know. But, you know, $1,400... To anybody, to, well, I, I appreciate the fourteen hundred dollars. You know, I, to, I think it's a lot of money because I remember how hard my parents worked to make fourteen hundred dollars when we first came to America. But you know, I didn't. But you know, that's neither here or there. But I'm just saying, I appreciate the money. Um, I don't know how we're going to pay for it, but someone has to pay for everything. There's no such thing as free programs, and if you don't know that, look it up. Someone's always paying for it. Talking about always paying for stuff. Why the fuck are we still charging children in K through 12 grade for food they eat at school? Like, you know, I understand there's free programs for less fortunate, you know, low low poverty, poverty level children also, you know, there's programs and stuff like that. But why are people, why are kids in school having to pay, like, you remember, I remember in high school having to pay for my lunch and stuff like that, which was fine. But why are we having to pay for that when criminals don't have to pay for their lunch in jail? Uh, Because, you know, they they have to be fed three times a day. 
breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I just, you know, and when my aunt was a teacher in Memphis City Schools for, I think she was a teacher for like 38 years at Memphis City Schools, she, she used to tell me that they had um, no air conditioning in, in, in most of the Memphis City Schools. And during the summertime, it would be so hot. They would, you know, let the kids go home early and stuff because it was so hot. But, like, my thing is, if the prisoners are getting, you know, this is this is a long time ago, so I'm sure it's changed. Hopefully it's changed. The prisoners are getting three meals and a cot, right? And they're getting air conditioning, and they're getting, t- you know, I don't know how it works in prison, so whoever the strongest is probably gets to watch what they want. But there's TV, you know, they have climate control, everything. It's never cold. It's never hot, you know. And you got kids that parents are struggling to feed, you know, feed them because of whatever's happening. And this is is pre-COVID too. They're struggling to make any money, you know, because just what's available or whatever's available is being sucked up by their rent, Right. And that still happens. That's happening every day. Kids are going hungry. But that's just my point. Why are these? Why are we charging children? Even if your parents are rich, it doesn't matter. The meals. If you if you are if you are legally told to be somewhere, I saw this the other day, and, and it really, it, it this guy said, why are we charging kids K through twelve for food where we have we we make them have to be there. So who's profiting off that, right? The companies that they're in with the the school boards, I guess, right? Because say Germantown High School has a thousand kids, eight hundred bring their, uh, say five hundred bring their lunch, and the other five hundred buy food. And then, sorry, let's say five hundred bring their lunch, four hundred buy their food, and a hundred are giving because of food assistance programs, right? You know. There, those companies are making a killing, and that has to change. I think, I think if a governor comes in and makes you know free food for kids and stuff like that, that'd be great. Now, I have seen that all these schools that has since they had all these foods that had going contracts with these companies were making like little little kits. Um, it had like um, uh, you know all kinds of food, and you could go to the school and they'd load your trunk up for it. It didn't even matter if you didn't even have any kids. You just came up. And some of the schools were just giving them because they had so much. It was just going to spoil anyways. But, yeah, I thought that was really cool. And, you know, they're still doing that, you know. Um, and I think now kids are going finally going back to school. So, you know, if – if and, you know, some kids don't eat. The, the free meal they get because oh, they're on financial assistance, the, the free meals they get at school, that's the only food they're eating usually. I used to see it firsthand when I had my store. So don't shake your head and say that's not true. No one's that poor because you don't know it. it they are. They definitely are. So I saw this website the other day. Um, it was called, I forget the name of it, but the, the gist is it's a smart woman looking for dumb guys. It's a fucking dating website. And I started laughing because I have a friend that tells us that dumb guys are the best to have sex with because they don't think about it and they just perform. So 
I always wondered about that. You know, I don't know. I just, you know, that that the, everyone there's a there's a seat for every asshole, right? So which is great. So now there's a dating website for dumb dudes looking for love. It's probably like dumbdudes.com or something like that. But and these women have figured out that men that are stupid or have lower IQs are better lovers than men that are well-educated, according to these women, because apparently this website or this dating app or service is pretty fucking popular. I had my um, Meet My Person project um, spotlight my profile the other day, which is a local dating um, website here in Memphis, and it talks about, you know, uh, Tony wrote this bio thing for me, um, it, it it just had, you know, you, you just bio why we should spotlight him, blah, blah, blah. You know, he'd made it all fancy and, you know, so obviously they choose all their members and my turn was last week. And I wonder if anybody hit me up because they, they say that, um, they give you the results at the end of the month, which I don't know why, but I don't know. Hopefully somebody did. If they didn't, fuck you. And if you did, hello, how you doing? Hey, hi, hi. Good to see you. Yeah, you look great. Um, but yeah, I saw this guy. Um, one of our guests was on the podcast. Um, that was on our podcast last week, Milton. And when she came with Leah, you know, they worked together at uh, Memphis Tourism. Uh, he was spotlighted this week. So I'm sure he got um, a bunch of dudes uh, hitting him up because, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's nice, got a good job and you know, he's soft in the eyes and, you know. That's what, you know, and yeah, I can say that because I'm comfortable in my sexuality that I can say another man looks good and Milton looks good. Not Milton that you guys know from like the other podcast, but Milton from last week's podcast. Well, that Milton's not a bad looking guy either, but you know, I'm talking about the new Milton. He was spotlighted yesterday or this week or whatever. And then I heard on the radio Yes, I still have to listen to the radio sometimes because my uh, phone my, my phone doesn't want to sync up to my Bluetooth in my car sometimes, which kind of really sucks. But there's um there's a there's a survey going that they say guys with big dicks make less money than guys with this like normal size or you know whatever you know normal is five point eight by the way or average I guess is what they say. Um. You know, what is it that makes like who's 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 coming up with these surveys and who's measuring these dicks and you know what what's what's the scientific reason for this is what I really want to know because obviously we know the more attractive you are, the better position you're gonna get in life. And you know, you just or like job wise and stuff like that, because they're gonna choose somebody that's in shape, good looks good over somebody that's, you know, short, dumpy, and ugly, right? So I I definitely see that one. They make more and, you know, they get the better positions and because of just their appearance and their charm and, you know, their wit. And then you got some fucking sloth sitting around over there, you know, just fucking taking up three seats when he's big ass and or her big ass. And, you know, like, obviously, I don't think those people are going to get the bigger jobs because it's, it's just the way the world works. And 
you know, there's there's nothing else to that. I don't think. You know, people, if we were based on our qualifications and over our appearance, I think we could probably get more done in the world. Now, I will say this. The sloths, or I say sloths, but you know, I mean, like, you know, the people that get passed up on those kind of promotion jobs and promotions because of their appearance or whatever. Like, you know, quote unquote, IT guy, you know, original IT guys and I, you know, people that were building the Internet and shit like that. Those guys are nerds and or those people should because there's a lot of women that did it, too, were a bunch of nerds and stuff like that. But, you know, they fucking set the world up. What we know today, man, like all that work they did back then, it's, you know, we we see computer people one way because of movies and stuff like that and memes, you know, especially the guy that's on the keyboard um, from, from uh, you know, South Park, South Park made a thing about him, too. And then um, there was a cosplayer that actually did him and everybody loved his fucking shit. And, you know, he passed away this year or yeah, this year, and, you know, he was just a nice guy, or, you know, I really got him back into, um, uh, like, um, this, these comic cons and stuff like that, because he's just, you know, it's something that I grew up with religiously, and, you know, it's something I, I'm trying to get back into is, like, sports, like, you know, like, team players and all that shit, I just, for some reason, I just cannot get into it anymore i don't know why but that you know that is what it is but um and then like what about you know so you know if you like comics and stuff like that awesome you know there's nothing wrong with it if you like playing video games awesome nothing wrong with it you know it's just you'll either be a sloth or you'll be not a sloth okay so that's that. So uh, my friend Nikki, she posted a job listing that she had a couple bars and restaurants hiring for uh, the season because, you know, with COVID, with the city of Memphis, we st- loosening the restrictions against bars and restaurants, which is now you can say open till one thirty. It's three feet apart, which adds, you know, more more seating and stuff like that. And, you know, as some other people got on there before I could and said, yeah, I was like, you know, I said, good luck with that because every literally everybody's trying to hire back a house, front of house, you know, all positions. And none of the people want to take jobs. And she was like, you know, it's good money in this industry. And I was like, yeah, it is good money. But you are, I know I'm thinking, no, I didn't, we know, we, you know, we agreed on that. But I'm thinking if you make 400 or $500 a week after working 40 hours and you're getting 325 a week being unemployed, quote unquote, looking for a job, why would you not take the $325? Or I'm sorry, 300 I think it is. Plus... Your unemployment money, because, you know, 300 is the booster because of COVID or something like that. Why would you not take the quote-unquote free money? I definitely would. Instead of having to go bust my ass for some asshole manager or, you know, no, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say asshole manager, but some some manager that's going to, you know, work me into the fucking ground while I'm there for the eight hours or nine hours when I can literally sit at home, not do shit, 
act like I'm filling out applications online to, for jobs or actually doing them out of online applications and, you know, going in person, but then you're just tanking the interviews because I'm trying to stay on assistance as long as I can. It depends what your character really is on that, right? Like you can do that or you can't do it. I say I could probably do it. I'm trying to think now whether I could really do it or not. I'm going to go with now if I was laid off and then I had to take an appointment because of the industry crashing and you know all that stuff then uh because of covid and the the health rest- health department restrictions and all that stuff then I probably I would do it for a while but then I would eventually come back when when like say like um Lafayette was hiring for exposition and that's what I do you know I'd probably go work there because you know I'm not sure how many people know of Julian but you know I've heard Julian's a really good boss or you know if I did if I was the dishwasher at um silly at, at a, a restaurant I closed permanently closed and then I saw that Pontotop was hiring dishwashers and you know runners and stuff like that I know Chris and Halsey are good man you know Chris is the executive chef of Pontotoc, and Halsey is the manager of Silly Goose, general manager of Silly Goose and um, Pontotoc. So, you know, I know those are people. And if you're in the industry, you pretty much know. If you're in the industry, you know who good, the good managers are and, you know, where the good places are to work and stuff like that. And you know where the money is, especially. And that's what really fucking matters at the end of the day, right? The, where the money's at. But I don't know, like, that, you know, with this industry opening back up, they're going to have to find workers, man, because it's, it's, you know, every day I see different managers posting all over that service industry page that they, they want, um, they're looking for employees and nobody wants to fucking work. But, you know, not that they don't want to work or, you know, some people can't work, you know, that's the difference, but they're having, you know, with that issue, they're having, like, and this is going to go on probably till August because that's when they've extended the extra money on the unemployment. Um, but you know, once after August, and if they don't extend it again, if they do extend it, then it will continue happening. The the, the issues in the service industry, lack of employment, uh, employees filling out applications and working will continue to work. And then what's going to happen is as these places get busier that workload is just going to fall on the people that are there, which is going to bring their morale down. And it's just going to go further and further and further down. So hopefully, you know, my friends that own all these restaurants and bars, um, or, you know, all my friends that are managers also, you know, and my friends that are bartenders, hopefully you guys can find the people that y'all need to staff, to get staffed up 100% because, like Tony said, when it comes back, it's coming back hard. Like everybody's going to be going out. You know, I know there's groups of people that have never stopped going out here locally, which is fine. You know, um, but when 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 the service industry comes back, which I think it's already ramping up, it's going to be unstoppable, and it's going to be just like the old days. Where, you know, it's going to be open till 3 o'clock at night. I can't even fathom staying out that late till right now. Like, I think the latest I've stayed out in the past, like, year or something like that was, like, 2 o'clock. 
and you know um but yeah and here's a little prayer for all my service employee friends hopefully y'all get the help y'all need and um don't get burned out and don't get stressed out because just think about all the money you're making and i know at the end of the day money is not everything but money is a lot okay and money is what drives us to do anything and that's just that's just the way it is so if you if you're able to make more money with lower staff because you have three extra tables then then make that money as long as you can because when when they hire the somebody whoever to come in there that's son of a bitch to come in there and to you know there's an extra server on the floor and your table section gets cut by three tables and they get five tables and you get five tables now or whatever the thing is going to be you know you're going to be like fuck I wish I still had that money so yeah that's um yeah, she brought up a really good point about that, by the way. And that's what I was talking about. Did you guys ever have the sex talk with No, see, I think you all have because you guys, you know, are American and that's what you guys do because, you know, you want to tell your kids about sex and how to be safe and all that stuff. I've, as an Indian kid, I've never had um, the sex talk with my parents. Um, obviously, it's irrelevant now, but. It's one thing we never talked about in the house. And I think a lot of people that are Indian or, you know, from another country, stuff like that, or parents are like, you know, traditional Indians or whatever they want to say. They don't really, they don't ever talk about stuff like this. Um, My mom still fast forwards like the sex scene and stuff like that in movies when I used to sit there at home and watch it with them. Like she just doesn't watch that stuff. And that's just, you know, what it is and I was curious about that because how do these kids learn about sex then you know what I'm saying because I didn't know a fucking thing about it and if you ask Tay Tay I was a virgin until I was 30 you know which isn't true because it was 22 but you know Tay Tay I love you stop commenting on everybody's post on Facebook please I don't um, I don't argue with people on Facebook anymore. So that's why I haven't commented on any of your posts. But I see you, my friend. I see you. Okay? Just remember that. And, um, yeah, that's it. You guys have a good day. Um, Get some exercise in or whatever. Do something fun for yourself. Don't even worry what other people are doing. Just enjoy yourself. Um, Okay. As Tony would say, love you lots. Bye.